0: Metalheads, after going to a rager, what's your ultimate go-to? Mine is totally pizza. So when Overload is playing or I'm promoting the Metal Forge live showcases or the big goddamn metal show, I go to Pizza Donisi. Pizza Donisi is gourmet artisan pizza from right here in Louisville, Kentucky. It features things like the pizza of the month, the sandwiches, and also vegetarian and vegan options, which is so totally fucking cool for all all of, it's it's awesome pizza. You definitely want to go. Hey, and also from time to time they do cannolis. Oh, so fucking good. You know what they said, man? Leave the gun, take the cannoli yeah just like that in godfather they're located right next to the mag bar at 1396 south 2nd street so either stop in or call in at 502-213-0488 they're open till midnight the witching hour
1: heineken fuck that shit paps blue Ribbon.
0: Hey metalheads, you won't hear me talk about Magbar all the time. It is the home to the Metal Forge live showcases and is an integral stop in the ultimate underground metal tour schedule. They obviously feature live music, but the Magbar also has daily specials like pint and slice night on Tuesdays with pizza Donici. But they also do Bring Your Own Vinyl on Thursdays with DJ Kent Jackson. And Finer Things Sundays. Located right next to Pizza Donisi at 1398 South 2nd Street. Open 3 p.m. to 4 a.m. seven days a week. Get your asses out to the Mag Bar. Rock out. For 45 years and keeping Louisville weird, Electric Ladyland has been there for all your eccentricities. While they do offer the best smoking supplies out on the market today, there's a whole lot more to check out. From ashtrays and blacklight posters, to records incense and burners, and items to stock your metaphysical supply. They are open from 10 to 10, 7 days a week. Located at 2325 Bardstown Road in Louisville, Kentucky, and at ElectricLadyLand420.com. Roll out. The year was 1979, and all the world was caught up in disco and Star Wars. But in Louisville, something was happening. A young entrepreneur named Ben had a vision to be the best record store in all of the city. Fast forward to 2023 and Better Days Records is still going strong. Still after all these years owned
2: by the same
0: guy. We have had some trips and falls along the way, but so does life and Better Days is here to stay. With two awesome locations at 921 Barrett Avenue and at 2600 West Broadway, better days are surely in your future.
2: In a broken wasteland, I come to my fire and place your blood and steel upon my fire. is the... let's
0: What's going on, metalheads? Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of The Metal Forge. My name is Mark Jackson, and I am your host. As always, we are kicking out the jams here in the fucking Metal Forge, whether it's speed, doom, thrash, hardcore punk. It's all heavy culture-based, and you know how that is. Hey, people like what they like. We can all like a lot of shit, so don't fucking be a dick to each other, right? Right? Yeah. I mean, Hey, I'm just trying to, uh, just trying to figure things out here recently. Just, I I feel like I'm going through a bit of a change in my life and, you know, being from a musician and podcaster, uh, podcaster. Yeah. I heard that myself. Jesus Christ. Um, you know, just changing as a person and shit, you know, going through life and changing. I feel like that change is coming. So I want to, I'm out here fucking just trying to promote cool ass fucking kick ass shows, fucking promote fucking kick ass bands. And yeah, man, like I love you all for it, you know, so keep fucking sending me bands. You know, I want to have as many people on as, as we can keep going, you know, we're already over 230 episodes, and I I want to do this for as long as I can, as long as people will listen, whether there's fucking 5,000 people listening, which is great, you know, that's a fucking awesome fucking thing going, you know, and, and fucking like, or fucking if it ever dropped to like 500 or something, you know? I'm cool, man. It's like somebody's getting something out of it somewhere. And that's what fucking metal is all about, getting something out of it fucking somewhere and kicking ass and, you know, leaving shit better than the way you fucking got it, which I think ultimately is the best fucking thing in the scene that you can do, that anybody can do, is fucking talk to your fucking peers out there and say, dude, what can we do to make your fucking show better? You deserve more. And then fucking, you know, that's what it's about. Fucking Build this shit back up. This was a fucking thing that, you know, is such a is such a fucking coveted place to have, you know, is is the fucking the metal scene. The underground fucking scene is great. You know, support your fucking dives. You know, support your fucking underground metal because that's where it's at. You know, fuck these fucking like 40 and 50 year old fucking bands. Yeah, they're great. I love them. They, st- yes, I get it, but fucking, there are so many more bands out there that deserve so much more credibility and audience than what they get. And, and you all know that. You all know that. So, anyways, my guest today, I've really gone off on a fucking tangent really fast, is. Sean from the band Differences, and my friend Kristen uh, referred me to this band, and I, I listened to a few tracks that she had sent and watched a video, and I was like, wow, man, this is like really cool. I'm digging this. So I figured you guys would too, that you you awesome fuckers out there would completely fucking be like, wow, you know, this is really fucking cool, and You know, and I appreciate you all for that. So let's fucking check it out. And fucking here it is. This is from the band Differences. This is Journalists.
2: enough to make any man sick you spoke to that picture of jesus on the ceiling that you swore was alive and that it was true in that room full of spite children crawling mother crying family mourning all before you died and as i sat and i watched as you tapped on the hourglass as it ran dry all i could do was run You All
0: right Metalheads, today Uh, we've got a special guest, you know, uh, super fucking rad. Um, My friend Kristen sent these uh, dudes over to me. Um, I have Sean from the band Differences. Dude, what's up?
3: What's up, man? Super happy to be here, Mark. Shout out to Kristen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, just like, I love being able to meet and talk to so many different people from around the world in like different metal scenes You know different even um classifications of metal as it were
3: yeah man that's what we're all about like we don't go looking for specific shows to play we just want to play like it doesn't matter what band's there we're like yeah we'll we'll play it we don't care so yeah that's cool man we're definitely right
0: And, and 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 you know that's and i think we all start that way Right, and then it gets to a point I think where we we're like, oh, we only want to play with the bands that sound like us, and then Mm -hmm. it's you know because then then there's not the the cross crowd, uh, uh, split as it were, you know. Right. So I I think that's interesting that you know you that you guys are
3: you want to play with anybody? Yeah, man. We we just we really pride. There's one thing we do pride ourselves on: It's the energy we bring because we'll we'll play a pop punk show and we'll come in screaming and they're like I didn't sign up for this but the energy we bring people are like no but it was cool though so you know that's always that's always fun and nice and it's it's important you know it's cool that if you have your one genre you really like to listen to nothing wrong with that but it's also cool to just try other things out every once in a while so
0: definitely which is what I try to preach here on the Metal Forge about right. that is you know it's not just any one particular brand of metal any one flavor right. because it takes so many different flavors of metal to keep everything going you know what i'm saying like it, you yeah. know if you just listen to the same old thing you know it becomes the same old thing and that's how it becomes that way and you know that's where i've been on this kick over the last month or so to stop mentioning quote those bands you know, right. the bands that everybody knows and hangs on to. And, mm-hmm. you know, they they can release albums that disappear within two to three months where the mm-hmm. bands that are, you know, bands like yours, bands like... Uh, haunt and night Demon and you know just naming those two bands and and everybody knows how magnanimous they are but even then yeah. even bands like tail gunner and stuff like out in yes. yeah. in the uk just we're the ones that are that are uh, in that scene now you know we're the ones that mm-hmm. you know and in the bands that are you know in their sixties. And, you know, they've been having 40-year or 30-year uh, reunions. Yeah, man. I totally get it.
3: Yeah, and, you know, a big thing, me personally, is is the fact of you also have to recognize that you don't get the subgenres without the people that started those main genres, right? It's what pushes things forward. And it can be vice versa. Like, it, as you said, like, you can take these bands. You can be – in lock whatever what metal genre you want to be but I feel like as an artist or musician you're setting yourself back if you're not at least dipping into other genres to see what you can pull to improve your own music so definitely, I definitely agree with that absolutely
0: and that's where you know metal becomes that big melting pot you mm-hmm. know that big deal of you can have elements of thrash elements of grunge right. elements of hardcore all in your music and you know that is a great point that you made there and you know kudos to that you know because if you don't incorporate those those elements then then what's the you know what are you doing
3: what's the point that you get you get to the point where (laughs) everything sounds the 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 same yeah, it sounds the same, and then people are like, oh, you put this album out already, this is the same album, like, three times, you know, you gotta improve, you
0: know? Right, and, you know, again, and not mentioning those types of bands, and, you know, I can at least say to them, that the, since that they've retired, you know, that was always the big thing with, like, ACDC, people mm-hmm. were, like, talking so much shit about, well, you know, you've recorded the same album 13 times, and they said, no, right. it's actually been 15, <laughs> You know, <laughs> kind of that funny shit, but, like, nah, man, like, I totally get that, and awesome. So, tell everybody out in Metal fortunately, now that we've got, uh, you know, that ball yeah. uh, that ball of hair are, uh, is on you know, fire. On. <laughs> yeah. You know, the sub of music, of metal music in particular, because I don't think country music has, like psycho country core or any shit like that you know
3: not yet but now that you just said that that's it's gonna happen
0: project. and that's
3: a, that's <laughs> yeah. actually
0: not the first time i've ever said that i oh, i yeah. believe the first time i ever said psycho country core was back in like 2006.
3: so in so in 2025 when differences drops that album i'm going to be sure to shout you out for the inspiration. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, you're gonna you're gonna get together. You're gonna you're gonna like partner with Taylor Swift. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Kane
3: Brown, all these people. Yeah, we're gonna go crazy on
0: it. Yeah, and you're gonna break out. You're gonna get the tech. Uh, you're gonna get the uh, hologram technology, <laughs> and you know, you're gonna you're gonna have the first ever Motorhead. Biggie Tupac crossover. That's ever like head banging on a tractor. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be it, good. It's going to be amazing. It's, it, you know, it's gonna and it's going to be at Psycho Las Vegas even. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell everybody out in Metal Forge Land about differences.
3: Uh Yeah. So, differences. Uh, we are a band that's been around for a while. We're a nice little local uh, Southern California band, California band. Done some tours and everything mainly here because uh we're we're dropping an album august 26th family portrait that we're really really stoked about um we've been playing shows for a while we've toured uh, most of the west coast uh at this point we're we're trying to get east or we're pushing for it we're trying to get out there and uh the main thing for us is that we just like art like we like to create stuff we're not really looking to i mean it comes with the sound right like we're not it, we're not been as like we don't want to fit in a box it's something like that it's just we understand you know some records sell when you make it sound this way and you want to listen to this and that's fine but at the end of the day as a group of friends that we are me myself gene nick and dj we just want to write stuff that you know we like and we're just happy that along the way people happen to like it with us like we're glad for that but at the end of the day we just want to create something that we're proud of making
0: Definitely. And that's what I was going to, you know, a couple of different things, points I want to make off of this. Uh, First, as you sit there and said, yeah, if if it's written a certain way, it sells and stuff like that. But at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, if it satisfies your artistic ability and you are satisfied as an artist, what difference does it make? Right. You know, right. I mean, I, I guess that's my aspect of it because you know I'm the I'm the total uh, you know weekend warrior hero musician at this point that spent that the yeah. and that the meme is about spending ten thousand dollars to make yep. fifty bucks at a show yep. or twenty bucks at a <laughs> yeah you know, I, that's totally me I'm totally and we've all that's taken that bath. Yep. we've all taken that bath and yeah, man. you know. It, it it at the end of the day if you are satisfied it shouldn't fucking matter if you matter. you know if you're writing music that sells or doesn't sell you know i mean yeah, man. it's personal gratification i think
2: mm-hmm. definitely and, like cuz
3: there's oh go ahead no what's that i was going to say definitely, cuz who we are like it's we 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 played shows where we weren't at our best and we can, like, we feel it. Like, I personally, I'm like, I'm pissed. I'm like, I didn't i did not feel that one. You know, I didn't, I didn't like it. Uh, so it's, it's just, it's important that we play music that we actually enjoy. Like, we don't, this album itself, The Family Portrait, we've written about, like, three or four times. Because the stuff was good, but we were like, it's, it's not hitting it. And we, you know, went back to the drawing board and wrote some new songs for it and tried to get things going because we just we want to be proud of what we put out like I said and we want to we want to be proud of it and we want our fans to also you know feel like it's us we feel like it'll be a disservice to write something that's clearly bait for labels to look at us like that that's not what we're here so no
0: i i agree with that 100% you know i think that you know if you, you have an established fan base and you know your fans are going to know Yes, you know, at the at the end of the day, if your if your artistic uh, itch is scratched, fuck it. Now, the second yeah. point I wanted to make to that is, you made the 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 oxymoron uh, like the reverse thing. You know, like the anti-flash, as it were. Yeah, right. <laughs> a, sick, you're yeah. like, well, we're from a small town in Southern California and blah, blah, blah. And we're I do And we're just trying to get east. And it's like, geez, some kid in North Carolina is going, Love, man, yeah. I just need to make it out to Hollywood. I need to go out west.
3: <laughs> so it's we, like I. I will say, I'm sorry to cut you off, I I will say it is a thing of, like, we played Chain Reaction, you know, everybody's so glorified Chain Reaction. So many times they were like, okay, we'll play Chain. People are like, you're headlining Chain? And we're like, yeah, you know, but it's no shot. Like, we we take it seriously, it's just, it is funny, you're right. It is funny to be like, oh, you know, no big deal, but it's somebody it is, yeah. Right, Absolutely.
0: You know, but I mean I just think it's interesting that you're like, we need to get east and and Man. all the people out west that are born born that way that, you know, have yeah. gold fever as it were, you know, gotta get yeah. to California. I'll be I'll make it out there at some point. Right. That's someday. that's my uh, that's my actual last last request is to I want to be interred in 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 somewhere in Hollywood, in one of the Hollywood cemeteries so I can have, oh, so I can have my memorial plaque or whatever say, finally made it.
3: That is so hard. That is sick. Dude. Yeah. <laughs>
0: because if I don't make it out there, I'm going to eventually. Yeah. So fucking got to right. be hardcore. Um, right, right. So the new album comes out in August, and, and int- you know, wow, like. Kristen sent me uh, a couple of tracks from it, and it, it it's, like, it's banging, dude.
3: Appreciate it. Really appreciate that. Glad you like it. Uh, so,
0: how does the the writing recording process work for you guys?
3: Oh, man. Um, this one, so, to go into the whole, you know, spill about this one, honestly, The Family Portrait like I said, we we started writing this album in like 2019 with some different members uh, who are no longer with us and everything. And we still helped along the way and everything. But we rewrote this thing like a few times, and it wasn't until about like middle of the pandemic, 2020, almost 2021, kind of, where Gene, the guitar player, was like, "Hey, you know, I kind of want to write some stuff about my mom." And his mom passed when he was very young, and. We were like yeah you know let's go for it this this band uh who we are we we don't shy away from harsh topics to talk about um because you have to face it some things you just have to face you know we're not we're not scared of of going too deep we're not trying to sound like like oh you know we're so edgy we'll talk we're not like that either we just you have to be real about things in, in this human life you have to be real about things and how we face it so the writing process really was uh, for these lyrics is a lot of gene. Um, gene has this very raw form of going, and then he'll bring to me like, okay, how how can we kind of like you know pretty it up a little bit or, or you know pull it up? And I'm like, yeah, you know, let's let's add some stuff here. But for the most part, yeah, it's it's just it's us. We really sit down, we really get to the root of what we like, um, and then we track it ourselves. Uh, shout out to Chuck Bennett. Who helped do drum tracking for Nick, our drummer Nicholas Miller? Uh, then me and Gene just got in there, started recording vocals at a random studio. Uh, just us, like rented out a room and just recorded vocals. And then we sent everything to uh, Austin Coop uh, from the band Prison, who mixed and mastered, and did a phenomenal job. We really love everything he did with it. We we gave him our reference. Uh, there's a band me and Gene are very obsessed with, uh, Oceana. Right. Uh, yeah, we were like, hey, you know, he's like, what do you want to sound like? We're like, Oceana, uh, birth year out. He was like, I know exactly what it is. And we were stoked because not many people remember. That's one of those, like, kind of obscene, you know, like, not obscene, uh, uh, you know, lower tier, not really well known, but, man, they went hard. Right, <laughs> went so I think hard. they had their pockets so, of
0: where they were, yeah. where they really did well. Exactly. So, and for uh, some reason, yeah. I do remember them hitting hard around Louisville which is where yes. I'm from. Yes. You know, they did have a a pretty uh hard hit in the Midwest,
3: I think. Oh yeah, they were they were huge. I'm not I don't mean to downplay them. They were huge, but nowadays when I say like Oceana, people are like what? So, for this album when this album comes out and if someone hears this and they go, "Oh, I see it." I'm going to be like, "Okay, yeah, good. I'm happy." <laughs> so, what does Oceana? That's great. But uh yeah, no, the the process is really just us sitting down in the room uh, we're not, we don't, we're not trying to be like musical geniuses. Like, Oh, we go here. It is a lot of like, Hey, I wrote this. What do you think? And then we're just like, Oh that's yeah, cool. Let's try this. Well, let me do this instead. You know, we just, we, we jam, we jam it out, you know, and we just, just for the love of it.
0: Right on. Well, and, and I think there's, as you, you mentioned earlier about like the selling factor, you know, about writing songs that, you know, if that it, it's, if it's a popular genre of music that it's, I don't want to say it's easy, but you know, right. if you add the spin to it that makes it your own and and it's something that gets more noticed, then yeah, that's cool. And I think that there is some formulaic writing in that in that deal. Mm-hmm. But being the band I believe is the the more rewarding, I guess as yeah. it is you know like what you were just saying you know we all just get together and just jam it out well somebody or you know somebody writes something records it on their focus writer or on their phone and sends it to everybody else and says hey i wrote this what do you all think and then the next person does it
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah you know, know it, that's it, rad
3: yeah one one thing i will say like it's this band itself is you you gotta and when i tell people when they want to make a band i tell them it's very important that you kind of do it with friends you can trust. Not just any friends, but friends you really can trust. Because when it comes time to, hey, I wrote this thing, what do you think? And you're like, I'm not feeling it. You know, people. You know, some people might take it harsh. Luckily, knowing this band really does, everyone's really open. But it is the case of, in this writing process for this album, as you said, it, this some of this genre, it can be easy. No shade to other people like that, but it's easy to fall into the traps of like, well a hit song would sound like this. So we had to oh, kind yeah. of like this. So for us, I would even say this, w- for me personally, this was the most I had to get uncomfortable writing for an album. There was a lot of songs here where uh, there were songs even going into the recording booth where I was letting Gene know, like, I don't, I just don't like this song, man. I don't like it. I don't, but you know, Gene's a genius. He's, the Nick's a genius. And he was just, at, at the same time, he was like, you got to do it, man. I was like, yeah, I'm putting my trust in you. I'm letting you know I'm not a big fan of this song. But I'm putting my trust in you. And I would literally, at the end of this album, once we got, like, some of the stuff back and I heard the vocals and how the vocal rhythms that I chose to go with it, I, some of the songs I didn't like are my favorite on this album. And I'm like, yeah, it's, you know, you just gotta you got to trust it. So I would even say for that writing process for other bands, too, like, it's okay. You got to get uncomfortable. Get yes. uncomfortable with your writing. You know, got to push yourself in that case. If you're finding it to too easy, you're either a musical genius or your song is too plain. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. If it's if it's too easy, you're not doing it right. I don't think you're not doing it for right. And yes. and and that's because everything is a labor of love, no matter what it is. You know, anything right. worth doing is a labor of love. I think and mm-hmm. you know with with music for me it's like i get to the point where we're we're playing together we're rehearsing we're practicing we're we're playing these new songs and it's like all right it's time to take these into the studio we're going to mm-hmm. we're going to lay them down and then when everything gets broken down into the track by track by track yep. and then you're just like what are you playing there what do what we write? What do we write here? <laughs> yeah, no. It's like, well, what are you playing there? Well, I'm playing this, da, 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 and it's like, no, man. It's like this, <laughs> and it's yeah, like, man. you know, like in the in a rhythm track, you know, when you're discussing like two rhythm guitars, and like one person is just slightly off, and it's man. like, oh well, I've been playing at this this whole fucking time. What? <laughs> mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, man. You gotta be open to that, you know. And it, it's it's you know it's the same thing. Like and I was saying, you know. Because it's one thing that as musician, musician, we can talk about these things. Some people that aren't musicians or are just starting, it's, they always ask for like tips on like, you know, oh, when you're first recording stuff like this. So I I want to clarify when I say if it's easy, you know, you got to do it right. But the trick is a balance. See, for us, it may not be, it's not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be simple. Yes. Keep it simple. Yes. But if it is easy, then yeah. All right. There's a difference. That's what, that's what i become musicians and us as a band that we discovered a while ago the difference between something being an easy song we wrote or something being simple enough
0: exactly and as i have watched oodles upon oodles upon oodles of studio performance uh videos from various bands all over genres of music, whether it be country music, metal, rock, rap, whatever, uh, the amount of studio material I have watched, it really only comes down to one thing to me, and it's not perfection honestly you know because most yeah. people think that it is i have to nail this i have to make this perfect this is yeah. a this is supposed to be a crystal clear perfect representation of what we do and it's mm-hmm. and to me that's not it at all to me what it is is like everybody works in their own way
2: mm-hmm. what is good mm-hmm.
0: for you know x metal band is not necessarily good for you or yeah. good for a, the, an, another counterpart, you know. It's whatever, you know, it's like you and you're sitting at the at the at the console and you're you know, you're plugged in and you're putting your bass on or you're playing your guitar, you've got your vocal performance ready to go when you're at the console, you know, it's it's really where you want to be.
1: Yeah. And that's yeah. one of the most and,
0: liberating things I think
3: I've ever felt as a musician. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And that you know that's that's true because it's, it's the same thing of like where you want to be. The biggest thing is everyone has their inspirations, and that's totally fine. Like it's it's totally fine. But very few people in musicianship, artistry, very few people get famous because they're just like somebody they looked up to. Yes. Like what's the what's the point? We already have that person. What separates you? So it's okay to like okay it's okay to emulate some things and learn things from that person, but full on like, well this is how they sound and I would like it, like you said, for us, it would be a huge disservice for us as a band if we tried to go super polished. Like that's not who we are. We are nitty and gritty and, and energetic and have this punk feel to our music. So what sense does it make trying to sound trying to get super radio play? Like that that wouldn't that wouldn't really work out for us. It, we would not sound like ourselves and we wouldn't enjoy that. So yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know that's really awesome that you know you you could uh, relate to that as well. You know, being I don't know like twenty two hundred miles apart. You know, ha- yeah. having that thing where we both feel the same way that's totally rad to me.
1: That yeah, a, I appreciate that. Yeah, metal. It's cool,
3: man. Yeah, we're not alone. <laughs> we're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's what that's what it's about. That's what the spirit of metal is about. The spirit of metal was never supposed to be about yeah look good, but it's not supposed to be about perfect presentation. No, it's about about feeling it, man. That's what it is. Yeah,
0: and and I think that's where I, as a musician, have changed over the last few years as well, where it's just like, uh, take for example, you know, I wanted to write a song that sounded like X band, Mm -hmm. right? And instead of writing a song that sounds like X band, why don't you write a song that jams? like and band because there, there if you it go. jams like if it jams like a song that people know and it is an it's completely an original idea but it has that same feel there you go
3: yeah exactly that's the difference Jam like not actually like them yeah man
0: exactly <laughs>
2: Hey, Church Recordings presents Hot and Hellfire No Sleep Till Death. Starting Thursday, August 24th, 2023, Reverb Lounge in Omaha. With select dates in Chicago, Detroit, Newport, Indianapolis, Brooklyn, Wallingford, Philadelphia, Washington, Atlanta. Pensacola, Lafayette, and more. Check listings on Facebook and the Haunt the Nation factor. No sleep till death. But when I feel the In a time of madness, and deceit its coming was foretold and now soul grinder has returned to become filled and from the band who brought you the prophecy of blight comes a terrifying new chapter that will leave you changed forever this summer dawn the armor of atrophy let
0: This is awesome, but I'm going to go ahead and switch over to the derailed segment. You, th- you know, we kind of uh, derailed the whole uh, interview earlier, which is, is cool because that's what the whole show has re- really just become about, is derailed derailed music conversations with awesome fucking people. <laughs>
3: Yeah man, let's go. Let's turn this train over.
0: Absolutely. So uh, five random questions from a a group. Uh, I subscribe to the uh, it's pod decks. Everybody. So if you ever want to research any questions you might ever be asked on this show, look at the pod decks thing. You, it uh, might come from any one of those like thirty five or however many decks that are on there. So the first question I am going to ask is first question. Let's do it. If you were to write a book about yourself, how would you name it? Oh,
3: man. Uh, A book about myself, would I name it? Honestly? How would you name it? How would I name it? Like, what's the title? Yeah. Probably Pineapples Belong on Pizza. I'm sorry? Pineapples Belong on Pizza. I would name it that. Right on. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That, that explains so much about me. And people were like, what does this mean? And they would have to read it. That's that's what it works. That's what I would
0: do. D- definitely. I mean, it's a catchy title, right? I mean, it makes people <laughs> it's all, think. It's also true. They do belong on pizza. Well, I mean, I'm not debating that because, hey, <laughs> you know, well, here's the thing. Right?
2: You
0: yeah, know, there's, there's, a, there's a group of people out there that do not believe like shit like gatekeeping is real and gatekeeping is yep. deserved in metal and shit like that. And I don't true. buy that. I don't buy that. I don't subscribe to that. That's bullshit. People are allowed true. to like what they fucking like no matter what the concept is, whether it's fucking yeah, movies, true. metal, pizza, fucking just leave people alone. <laughs>
3: exactly. Yeah, exactly. There you go. See? Am
0: I drilling the train
3: yet? I'm drilling. We're good. We yeah i think we're awesome <laughs> we got it we got it you
0: <laughs> got it uh question two and this is the hard hitting shit. just so you know let's do it that's that's what i mean what here. is the least favorite thing about your best friend
3: what is the least favorite thing about my best friend how how much she smacks when she eats food that's the least favorite thing about my best friend like like lip smacking like chewing with her mouth open Oh, like it is, I don't. I wish I had the experience she was having when she eats because it. She's like she's going to heaven. She just, mm, like, it's just it's bad. I'm not going to do it for people with headphones. I won't do it. But oh dude, boy. that
0: could be an ASMR segment.
3: Honestly, if people are into that, she would make millions.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure people are
3: because think
0: of like what's there's a condition. Uh It starts with a T. Uh, my old guitar player used to have it. Where mm-hmm. the uh the muscles in your jaw get so um like inflamed it can cause you to have like lock jaws, so you have to oh, have to chew with about. your mouth open.
3: I know what you're talking about. I forgot I just I saw that word like three weeks ago. Yeah. I did like, oh, uh, put a word to it. Yeah, it's like
0: try something something. Yeah, uh, something. And <laughs> he always used to eat there's this brand of uh Pretzel chunks—they're called Snyder's, and they're so good, but they're but they're like as crunchy as they as you could be. It's like eating concrete. And he's doing it with his mouth open when we're on the way to practice, and I'm like, Will you fucking stop? So yeah, I, people are into it, I'm sure, because people are into anything. <laughs> And people are allowed to like what they like. Whatever
3: they like, man. Yeah. Last <laughs> is for you. Hey, good for you, man.
0: Uh, in one sentence, how would you sum up the internet?
3: A uh, necessary evil. Interesting. Yeah, a necessary evil.
0: I agree, but I want to <laughs> see if it's for the same reasons.
3: Uh, Mainly, like, And it's both like one sentence well all of it describes one thing the fact that we have so much information and resources available at every instance is both amazing and terrifying The, the best small way I can put it right now I am on this like binge of like like the whole AI kick that's happening right now terrible that it's putting people out of that it has a possibility to put people out of jobs and lose human spirit But at the same time i'm getting you know the cast of spongebob singing all these songs and it's hilarious so it's like this is terrible but at the same time this is like one of the funniest things i've ever seen but it shouldn't be here you know so a necessary evil i would say definitely
0: i and i didn't get behind that portion of it Uh, you know the the information overload Of it. Yes, that is amazing and terrifying at the same regard because it doesn't matter. You could punch any random amount of words into Google and something is bound to come up at some point. You know, I do wish though that there were more, you know, more uh, like family record type stuff that right. like you could like for you could where you could search your ancestors without having yeah. to you know go through like 23 and me and shit like that yeah. like yeah. you know like cemetery records and things like that i wish you could right. find more of but right. other than that that's just a, a nitpick but also yeah. in the music front i think it has taken yeah. uh you know i remember when Getting a four-track recorder was something awesome, and you know, getting like a little hundred and fifty-dollar Tascam uh, four-track recorder to a direct cassette tape, and you know, and then that being so awesome, and then somebody getting a computer that was able to burn CDs,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and then really? how just everything
3: changed. Yeah, like because now I I have like I I teach. Or like my main job and i have students that will bring their ipad or, or their Chromebook. We'll be like hey look at this beat i made and they just have music available and they just make songs most times it's not good but at the same time it's like available to everyone isn't the best because it gets oversaturated but at least you have the opportunity to learn that just opens up for just way more people that are going to create the next best thing and music like that so yeah it's it's scary that it's available to everyone because Something should be gate kept. I'm not gonna lie, so because some music is kind of, you know, not done for the right reasons. But at the same time, at least the people that it should be for have the access to it. You know.
0: Agreed. Yeah, I I totally get that. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you ever have a light bulb moment when you first heard about a certain theory? And if so, what was it?
3: Ooh,
0: that whole uh, eureka, like, holy shit. <laughs>
3: Uh, I I feel like I have oh man I feel like I had one a while ago but I I don't ah no nah, I uh, I on the spot I can't think of it but I love I love conspiracy theories so but on the spot no I can't think of one that's awesome because like for me
0: mine was one of mine that I had was one of the dumbest things in the world
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it was the um the okay so take the the hollywood uh you know 19 uh 30s to 1970s you know right. uh it was very much oversaturated western films yeah you know uh between westerns and war films and you know gangster films you know that's pretty yeah. much or biblical biblical things that Trying was pretty much up. it you know uh, in terms of everything until Star Wars really came
3: <laughs> uh, yeah right
0: and uh, the interesting thing I I think I had found out and I was like wow <laughs> the, uh, the movie The Sons of Katie Elder with John Wayne right and oh, right. Katie Elder is big nose Kate who was married to Doc Holliday so it's like oh, oh cool it's like whoa Holy shit. Okay.
3: like that's okay. a thing.
0: And they and, yeah. uh, and you know, it, it was supposedly based on like the Sons of Katie Elder is supposedly based mm-hmm. on a true story. So huh. <laughs> hmm. That's cool. Okay. Okay. I like that one. Um so what is that? Is that four? That's four. That's oh my four. gosh. Oh. We're moving like ridiculously mm-hmm. right along. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you tell me, you want me to destroy something? I'll destroy it. I turn this
3: train over, bro. Uh-oh. Right.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, so as always links are listed below, so please give a like, a share and a follow. Go find on, uh, Amazon Bandcamp, uh, the, their official website, anywhere where you can download music. I'm sure they're going to have a, a link to it on, the, on the website. Cause I'm looking at it right now. I see yeah. Apple and Spotify and all of that also. Yeah. Uh, Dude, Sean, do you have any shout-outs you want to give today?
3: Yeah, uh, along with that, check out our Instagram. You see our links. Uh, you can go to our merch store where you can pre-order merch and the album coming up. Uh, so we have that. Big shout-outs to Kristen for helping us with the interview. Shout-outs to all the fans that have been with us so far and everything. And all the new fans we're going to make along the way. We do this stuff for you guys. And, you know, we're really excited to keep going. Dude, hell yes. That's exactly
0: what it's about. And that's a perfect shout-out, you know, is... Doing it for the fans, you know, doing it for what yeah. you love to do and you know right. that they love too. That's fucking rad. right. Hell yeah, right, man. Dude. Right. So final question of the day, and since you like conspiracy theories, we're going to ask it is, do you think backmasking can subliminally influence people?
3: Uh, do I think what?
0: Do you think backmasking can subliminally influence people? Back masking? What's that? Back ma- Ah, aha. Yeah, what is that? That is amazing. So, um, you're not familiar with back masking? No. Because you're not familiar with tape.
3: Oh, like recording wise?
0: Yes. Back masking is when they would take a piece of tape and play it backwards through the head so it would all be jumbled oh, up. Oh,
3: okay, okay, okay. Now, I'm a 90s baby, so I, I know VCR, but like recording on tape, I never did
0: ah okay so we yeah. can ask another question
1: yeah yeah let's go for another one uh,
0: okay mm-hmm. so here we go um, <laughs> final question of the day take three <laughs> yeah, <let's> do, it. <laughs> um, do you think th- that quote the truth is out there
3: absolutely absolutely on on so many levels like if we want to just talk about aliens there's no way there's no you mean it to, we're the only life out here now granted I don't think we get visited often because I think the Earth is ghetto. I think I, I think aliens lock their doors when they drive by here. I think someone <laughs> has accidentally crashed here and be like, "Oh no, please, tell me we didn't crash on Earth. Like we're not stuck <laughs> there. And they and I, their AAA won't. Yeah, the AAA is like that neighborhood is too dangerous. We not going the there. We're the fucking you know? Gary, Indiana of the universe, it, basically, <laughs> bro. Like, there's no shot. But there's no way that it's just us out there. There's no way. So the truth is out there, in and, and aliens. And other types of things, like to the point of, uh, I'm a big comic book fan, and I'm just, I'm an all around nerd. Uh, so I just watched uh, when it first came out, Invincible, the show Invincible, that cartoon show Invincible. Right. And there's a there's a point uh, where they walk into this, the main character and this government guy walk into this blank white room, and they're talking. The main character's like, "Wait, why is it just all white in here?" And the guy's like, "Oh, sorry, lights." And then. It re- he realized they're in a giant laboratory. And he's like, what? He's like, oh yeah, we, in the tap water in America, we put some like microcosmos in the tap water that prohibits you from seeing certain frequencies of light. And everything in this room is in that frequency of light. Just so people don't wander across stuff. I, I don't know if we have something that crazy, but I'm pretty sure something like that exists. Wow. It has to. Something like that has to exist.
0: And like, maybe that's like the whole reason behind the Flint water thing.
3: Yeah, that, that, you know, like, they don't want to fix it. First of all, there's terrible pe- people for not fixing it. Like, give people water. It's messed up. Right. It's terrible. But, and then it's like, I don't know, man. Like, all the Area 51, if it's not a big deal, why cover it up? You know, it's like, why come on up? No, like
0: no, no you're there. you're absolutely right. I agree. Uh, I saw an interesting one the other day where uh, it was a meme where say, somebody asked if they thought that aliens were just billionaires from other planets. Like on vacation or just doing space yeah. tourism.
3: Yeah. Like they got bored. They came here. They didn't make it there. So they came here and gave us their tech, which we thought was like so far ahead, but it was actually like really bogus. Right. <laughs> they just got rich over here. Yeah. That would make
0: sense, <laughs> man. It's going to be fucked up. I I hope to see it in my lifetime, but I don't know.
3: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, there's like, we, we could, we could fully derail. Did you see that? It was that whole thing where I think it was Arizona where a police car was sitting there and they caught on their body cam, like at their car, the patrol car uh, cam, caught like a green meteor falling to a neighborhood. And then another cop doing a routine stop caught it on his body cam as well. And then that neighborhood, that house called, was like, hey, something crashed in our backyard. We looked out our window and like a 10 foot figure stepped out and was looking at us and they just took off. And then they just, they went and the cops were like, they went, took photos over there like yeah no that's what's weird but they're blocking the footage so i'm like all right, see it 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 made it to the news so i'm like all right see we got them we got (laughs) them it was too fast they didn't get a chance to shut it down we got them damn no i
0: didn't hear about that i'm gonna have to go look that up because
3: it's it's interesting because i'm not you know i'm not surprised you didn't hear about it it's a conspiracy (laughs) you see what i you see what i mean guys exactly see (laughs) (sighs) oh man
0: See, I think I'm going to ask more conspiracy-ending questions because Jason, oh. who does the heavy metal wasteland segments on the show, uh, mm. he loves it when I when I break into my Jesse Ventura question mode when I uh, ask questions about conspiracies.
1: Oh yeah, oh and yeah, it's like, all of it, man. Do you, you think
0: know, merma- that the truth is out there?
3: <laughs> like that. And, merma- <laughs> and mermaids are real. I'll end on that. <laughs> and what's that? And are- I'll also end on mermaids are real. Ah, to the ocean for us for them not to be real
0: yes yes absolutely dude sean thank you so much for coming on to the metal forge this week this has been awesome i've had such a blast Uh, on the way out what do you want to play from the new album
3: uh like now yeah oh man i'm the right person to ask because i'll leak everything uh I will play, just, you know what, just because, because it's coming out soon, I, oh, I'm going to play anime, let's do anime, so, so, this, yeah, shout out to Gene, the guitar player, he's going to yell at me for doing this, because we're not supposed to leak this soon, but uh-oh. it's out, so anime, uh-oh. For, let's do it, it's for the
0: people, it's for the, the people, people. here it is, this is anime.
2: To slowly sink from the weight of carrying your body. Would it really be bad if I simply quit here and just let it take me? Let the water this earth run on my own, to struggle and find my own way. Is it really a curse or is it a
3: blessing to die alone?
2: There's no such thing as a painless lesson. Don't exist. Sacrifices are necessary. You can't gain anything without losing something 1st we I'll take on the of God breath put
0: In 2017, one man's vision and passion for all things metal started out as a record store in his house. Years later, the fight against a mainstream empire continues as Shade Beast. An independent metal collective and online store based in Athens, Georgia, is the world's premier heavy metal brand for music heads that value authenticity over the mainstream acceptance. Featuring original t-shirts from some of the best underground artists, as well as stickers, posters from the Shade Beast Presents Concert Series. Unique, one-of-a-kind collectibles and small curated selection of vinyl and cassettes from the masters old and new. Visit ShadeBeast.com and enter promo code SITHLORD for free domestic shipping on your first order, whether you're a new customer or returning. And be sure to join the Shade Beast social groups on Facebook and the interwebs to keep up with the new release announcements and talk all things metal and Star Wars. You'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and fire.
1: or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Since 2013, there has been a calling from the underground, from the graves of all those unholy, and they decided to make a zine to talk about all of this. Soul Grinder Zine! An independent metal zine to keep you informed on all things metal and horror from the underground. Available in both print and digital formats, they're bringing you the best interviews and reviews out there today. Not only do they do the zine, but they also do compilation CDs. Check them out at facebook.com soulgrinder.zine and start your subscription now. BigCartel.com. What's up, MetalForge fans? This is Alan Bishop, the alchemist of Indiana's Black Forest and head distiller at Spirits of French Lick. Do you find yourself drawn to the unexplained, fascinated by the Fortean, or enchanted by the paranormal? If the things that go bump in the night resonate in your mind. Then tune into my brand new podcast, If You Have Ghosts, You Have Everything. Featuring first hand accounts, collected stories, interviews, history, and speculation related to all things not of this world. Available now on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and more. Set back, relax, and remember if you have ghosts, you have everything. hey let me tell you guys about mercenary press they're an independent london label and distributor of all things metal mercenary press delivers the goods from their own independent zine trust me you're gonna want to get in on that to distributing various bands from all over the world, including Cramp from Spain and Sadistic Force from Texas. Visit mercenarypress.bigcartel.com to find out what all they have in stock and what you can order. And for Metal Forge listeners, enter code METALFORGE10 to receive a discount on your total purchase at mercenarypress.bigcartel.com.
2: Check it out now.
0: Maxwell's House of Music in Jeffersonville, Indiana is the premiere 12,500 square foot music superstore that has served both Southern Indiana and Louisville, Kentucky metro area for over four decades. Originally founded by Marvin and Beverly Maxwell in the 70s, this gym remains a Maxwell family-owned business. Mark Maxwell, along with his business partner Whitney McNichol, continued the reputation as being the national resource for all things music. In 2022, the iconic guitar emporium of louisville relocated to maxwell's music creating the largest independently owned showroom in the region the retail offerings at maxwell's music includes a huge selection of guitars basses amplifiers effects pedals modeling amps keyboards drums banjos mandolins ukuleles sound systems stage lighting equipment and accessories The music education program at Maxwell's is second to none. From private instrument and voice lessons, to DJ, EDM, recording, songwriting, and music theory, to rock school, weekend warriors, and Maxwell's Music Lab, there is something for every age and every ability level. Down in repair land, guitar and instrument repairs and refurbishment are taken care of by the Maxwell's team of expert guitar technicians and luthiers. They also do appraisals of instruments as well maxwell's offers installations for professional audio visual and lighting systems for schools churches clubs vfw's funeral homes sports fields and so much more there's also rentable space at maxwell's from the music practice and rehearsal rooms for the individuals and bands all the way to a meeting space and concert venue that seats up to 120 that also includes a professional audio visual and lighting system and a sound booth maxwell's has it all all this, plus original, functioning 1947 recording booth to make your own record. Go to the Guitar Hero throne, to the very own Elvis statue, and don't forget the Harmony Green Pocket Park. There's a reason. The Maxwell's House of Music in Jeffersonville, Indiana has been recognized by the National Association of Music Merchants as a number one award-winning best store design as well as top 100 music store year after year. You gotta see it to believe it. Maxwell's House of Music in Jeffersonville, Indiana.